A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Some Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and put this question to him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us, If someone's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first married a woman and died, leaving no descendants. So the second brother married her and died, leaving no descendants, and, like, and the third likewise. And the seven left no descendants. Last of all, the woman also died. At the resurrection, when they arise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to them, Are you not mis- misled because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God? When they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage but they are like the angels in heaven. As for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses in the passage about the bush, how God told him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are greatly misled. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So again, this theme comes up today in the gospel reading of division and people who try to entrap our Lord. And get him to take sides in a kind of a dispute. And so the the dispute in today's gospel is that between the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And the Sadducees say there is no resurrection from the dead. The Pharisees say there is a resurrection from the dead. And then the Sadducees go back to what our Lord had said to the Pharisees about marriage being permanent. And they say, well, if, if somebody is, this woman's married to seven men, and then when she rises from the dead, whose wife will she be? Ha ha, we caught you. And our Lord's response is, you are greatly misled. And he goes on to explain that in the resurrection, there is no marriage the way that we currently experience marriage in the world of the flesh. But the words that stand out the most are, you are greatly misled and... And they're misled by their own stubbornness of heart. It's an attachment to what they hold to be true. And it's attachment to what they hold to be true that is so strong that it's threatened by any outside viewpoint or any outside opinion. And we should have firm convictions about what we hold to be true. And we should also always be searching for the truth, the truth that comes from our Lord. And so if we really believe what we believe, then different opinions don't matter. They're not threatening.
there's lots of times I have the joy of being able to be in dialogue with people who come from different faith backgrounds or maybe no faith background, but we're all working together in a common goal and a common sort of profession working with people who struggle with internet addictions or compulsive sexual behaviors. And there are people who don't believe anything that the church believes. And, and it's not a threat to me. And, and I, I guess my own way of looking at it is always to say, um, well, you don't, we don't believe a person is the same thing. And if you want to have a conversation about what we believe a person is, we could do that. But it's not threatening. If I know who I am, if I know who I am in our Lord, it's not threatening. If we know who we are in the Lord, none of these topics of division become threatening. But when we hold fast to those beliefs in a prideful way that's not open to conversation when we're motivated by fear. Like the Sadducees, we can be greatly misled. And the antidote to fear is love. St. John says, perfect love casts out fear. And so we ask our Lord to continue to fill us with his perfect love and to reveal himself to us and that we may truly, truly be united to him. That we may confidently proclaim the grace and the love and the mercy that our Lord came to bring us. That we may fearlessly proclaim the gospel in a world that's in such need of healing. And we pray together the prayer of spiritual communion. Lord Jesus Christ, although I cannot now receive you in the most holy to come spiritually into my heart and abide with me forever, you in me and I in thee in time and in eternity. 